0: This is episode 15 of The Kingdom Is Here. Originally we had intended on kind of picking up where we left off from episode 14, talking about things such as the days of Noah and as they were then so are they now and maybe we'll pick that up next time. But here uh, where the church is and where I'm privileged to pastor in Columbia Heights Minnesota and in the surrounding communities obviously we have been hit with a lot of really tragic events that have taken place and not just here but it's happening all over it's happening all the time tragedy is constantly constantly striking our nation our communities it's coming down to our doors It's getting to the place where it's hitting closer and closer to home. Tragedy everywhere. And when we begin to think about this and how it's happening really globally, we begin to think how real it all is and how broken this world is. And it can almost become overwhelming. And there's something within us, within every person on this planet, that cries out, for things to be made right, for things to be restored, for, for lack of better words, really the word we're looking for is for justice. You'll hear it. You'll see it. You'll wonder about it. Maybe you'll, you'll yell and cry for it yourself. Justice, justice. Let justice be done. And, or Or this is unjust, and I can't believe how, There are so many unjust things happening, and it it really messes with our minds and our emotions. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the kingdom of God and justice. So let's see where this goes. In the Old Testament, there's a passage of scripture that we typically love to read around Christmas time. Um, and it's one of those things where we, we read it. Maybe you have heard a child read it and you just think, oh, that's so cute. But, but I'll just I'll read it here. It's in Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6. It says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. We think that's so small, but it's really not. And the government will be upon his shoulder. Now think about that for a second. Like the government, the U.S. government, the state government, even, low, even like a household government, the government's going to be on his shoulder. He's, it's going to be his responsibility. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. But it doesn't end there. It goes on to say of the increase of his government and peace. Peace. That's the type of government he has. The increase of his government and peace. There will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom. To order it and establish it. With judgment and justice. From that time forward. Even forever. The zeal of. Of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Now there's kind of a lot really wrapped up in that. But there are two words right in the middle of that and all that reading that I really just want to focus on just for a little bit today. And it's this notion, this concept of judgment or justice. When we look in the in the Bible, especially in the Old Testament, we're gonna see these words judgment, justice. We see righteousness. And those are kind of biblical words that we're not really necessarily always familiar with. Especially righteousness. What does that even mean? In in essence, what it, what these words and these terms boil down to, for example, righteousness it means a right way of living. It's, it's got the word right built into it. It is an ethical living between people. Like that's God's kingdom, and that's why there will be an increase of peace. Is because in God's kingdom, He wants there to be an ethical way of living between people. But even moving beyond that into some terms that we're not really necessarily familiar with, the biblical use of them would be the words like judgment and justice. We live in a world today that does not want to be judged, but we do want justice. Isn't that interesting? It's, it's a bit ironic. Don't judge me, but give us justice. Don't judge me because I can't do wrong, but everybody else can. The point of this podcast is, is not to point out all of the ills and the wrongs of our world. The point of any of this, I don't think, is really to point out all the ills and the wrongs of a broken, fallen world. The point of it is to look inwardly. You can't make a difference externally without first addressing what's going on internally within you. We cry out for justice. In, oftentimes when you see the word judgment in the Old Testament, that's really what that word is, is really that justice word. And it has a couple of meanings in the Bible. It it can mean, sure, it can mean um, like consequences for actions or crimes and punishments for crimes. And and that is one of the meanings of that, absolutely. But one of the other ways that justice is used in the Bible, and the primary way that it's used, is talking about restoration to those who have been harmed or wronged. Now we begin to see how justice plays out in our world. and. And we, that can put us on edge a little bit when we think about restoration to those that have been wrong because we think well who defines right and wrong and who defines where that restoration comes from and who defines the resources that are used from that source that they come from like how does all this begin to be defined and to try to take this on ourselves and to formulate some kind of government system in order to handle all of this, we, we can't do that. That's overwhelming for us. That's why the, the increase of his government and his peace, that's why the peace is on his shoulders. The government's on his shoulders. It's, it's actually his right way of living and his justice, not our own. But the best way that we can do that, I, I think in our world today, Is we follow what his word says and what his kingdom reflects and really that's what the people of god ought to be doing with all of the horrific tragedies that are taking place around us people not just being offended offenses happen we're talking about people dying we're talking about people's lives being completely ruined families being broken and in a world that only seeks to cause division Do you understand that in all the stuff that you're listening to, that so much of it is designed to divide you? So much of it is designed to pit you against somebody else because might equals right in a world that is absent God. And numbers and the louder the voices means that the majority opinion rules in a world that's absent of God, in a government that is not of Him. And you'll hear me say this oftentimes within podcasts or just in my regular conversations that Christians, sometimes we're not the best at this because we think that we have to speak with the same volume or at least with the same um, level of argument that others have. Our argument is not to try to make sense of all of this chaos. Actually, our argument should be to try to seek justice, not, not the consequences for crime or actions. No, no, no. To seek restoration. And I don't mean, and even that, like we're like, yeah, let let me have some restoration of of money or or property or facility or whatever it is. No, it's not even any of that. It's restoration of relationship with our creator. Restoration of the the peace that he has designed. Restoration of his ruling principles applied to our lives. The only way that that happens is when we begin to see people as more than just their belief systems. It begins to happen when we recognize that we are all created in the image of God. That every human being is his image bearer. In Galatians chapter 3. So the book of Galatians is a really cool book in the New Testament. And it's really written to a, a church or a group of people that was trying to take Old Testament traditions and, and hybridize them with New Testament and in, in the, in the, the law of grace that they were under. And it wasn't working. It wasn't working. They were try to basically trying to legislate um, morality. And boy, we see that in our world today, right? But it says this in Galatians 3.28, There's neither Jew nor Greek. Whoa, that, that may not seem much to you. But to say that to a people back then, especially to somebody that was a Jew, that really meant a lot to them. There is no one that's superior. There is no one that's better. There is no one that's also lesser, just by virtue of who they are. Let me tell you, that is a message that's going on in our world today, is that there are people that are either superior or that there are people that are inferior by virtue of their skin tone by virtue of where they live by virtue of how much money they have how educated they are what programs they're a part of who they support what bumper sticker they have in their car or sign in the yard who they voted for it's so ugly and the word of god says no there is neither jew nor greek there's neither slave nor free there's neither, oh here this somebody, Ooh, there's neither male nor female, for we are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ, then you are of Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. The promise that was given to Abraham was not a promise of superiority just by virtue of birthright. The promise that was given to Abraham was that through him and his offspring, all of the nations of the world would be blessed. That the people of God, our promise should be that through the people of God, through the people of His kingdom, that the nations of the world should be blessed. Not that we just turn over and give everything to them. That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about money or riches or property or fame or anything like that. Man, that stuff isn't a blessing. That's a curse. What we're talking about is the blessing of the peace and the joy and the contentment and the temperance, the patience that we can have. The fruit of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, the power uh, to overcome a life of sin or corruption and destruction. That's the greatest gift. Micah chapter 6 says this in verse 8. He has shown you, O oh man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? Just this. To do Justly, to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. The justice that it's talking about here is not to repay and give consequences for all of the wrong things of this world. Who are we to judge? Even scripture tells us like we ought not to judge because the same level of judgment that we give to others, it's going to be required of us. Instead, what we need to be doing and focused on is restoring people, not restoring uh, past ills and past wrongs. We can't begin to meet that out, but restoring a lost people back to their Creator. Sometimes maybe that's where we need to start with ourselves, when we begin to see that we're drifting away from what really matters. We're drifting apart, and and we have all these actions and causes that we're a part of, but boy, have we lost our first love. We've walked away from the only thing that really does matter. That's why I believe in Matthew chapter 22 and in the Gospels, it it says this, when somebody came to Jesus and said, what's the greatest commandment of the law? There are a lot of them to choose from. Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second, it's just like it. That you should love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Do we want to see justice in our world? The very first thing that you have to do is love the Lord your God. Love Jesus with everything you have. If you feel conflicted in these times, perhaps your love of self or love of country or love of whatever it is, that, you know, all those things are there, they exist, and, and whatever. Maybe we need to turn those things off and say, I, I need to return back to my first love. And only then when you do that can you properly love your neighbor as yourself and say, just as important as it is to me to be restored to my Creator, so too must I turn to my neighbor and say, I want, I want you. I'm going to love you just the same way. And what does that mean? Well, the best gift that I can give somebody is to help them restore. Restore a relationship with their Creator. Even though they've been wronged by this world, we're not going to be able to meet out justice to this world. There is a day when that is coming, and it won't be coming from us. It'll be coming from God. But until that time, our role, our job, is to be restorative in helping people find their way back to God. And of the increase of His government and peace, there will be no end. Because you, because you, are meeting out the justice of restoration to this lost world. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. I hope this is helpful.